Um, You're recording this? <laughs> Honestly, I shouldn't be. <laughs> we're, ha- we're having a rough go of it. Cut the mic. Cut the, cut cut the, mic. the we're mic. We're not doing it this week, actually. End of episode. Done. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody just go watch a music video of your choice. <laughs> yeah. Instead of listening to us. That's all I can give you. That's all I can give you. I'm uh, burnt up and my brain got burnt up with it. You're burnt up? You're all toasty. Yeah, I did get a little burnt up. Yeah, I put sunscreen on twice. Full body, twice. And it never helps. It no. doesn't... It, <laughs> I... You know, listen, like, I am not one to um, believe in, you know, I only believe in, like, grand fun conspiracies, like, aliens, yes, of course, <laughs> they're real. You know, some governmental, exper- uh, like, governmental experimentation theories, yeah, totally. sure, why not? Yeah. But, like, people that are, like, you know, essential oils cure cancer. I'm like, that's no, it's not okay, fun. No. It's not as fun. Yeah. <laughs> that's not fun. I will say though, the older I get, the more I'm like, big sunscreen is making money off of me putting sunscreen on, and it doesn't work. <laughs> wow. <They're> making... <laughs> you think they're making... faking sunscreen? The whole concept. Now, listen, those were your words. I did not say any of that. <laughs> Do you remember there's an, am... episode of, there's an episode of iCarly where Freddie is trying to get his mom off his back. And so she, he tells her to go look for like moon screen. Yeah. Because he's uh-huh. getting moon burns. And she burns. finds it. And she, she's like, uh-huh. here you go. And that's evidence that nothing matters and that they're just trying to sell us. They're just trying to create problems so they can sell us stuff. Sunburns aren't a problem. It... You heard it here first. Literally, just like Disney is making their money, their hot, their higher ups are up there feeding us lies. Nickelodeon is doing the same uh-huh. thing, Damn and Nickelodeon right. gave us a little hit with that episode of iCarly. They were like, <laughs> Haha, "Let's all laugh at this thing called, you know, like moon screen for moon burns." And while we're all laughing away, those those Nickelodeon executives were like, "These people okay. don't even know." They're making fun of sunscreen. <laughs> they don't even know. <laughs> and they made their money. I'm just saying. Something I'm to think saying. about. I'm I'm certain that the Venn diagram of people <laughs> sunscreen companies and Nickelodeon execs is a circle. <laughs> I'm that just, just makes too much sense. <laughs> <laughs> the facts, the facts are all right in front of you. They're fucking okay. lining up. They're lying. I couldn't, I couldn't lay it out any clearer. Okay, <laughs> come on, come on. Do your own research. Do your own research. Well, or listen to us. We already, we already did or the research slash speculation wildly. So I feel like I we're did a little good. bit of research. Yeah. Wow. On anything relevant or music videos? No. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were just in general, like, oh, we do research. I'm like, yeah, I do. That's I true. No, yeah. I Google things. I Wikipedia I look things. Up things. Yeah. Yeah. I did today. I read Wikipedia. Occasionally I will source. parse, you know, frame by frame. What does it all mean? Mm-hmm. And that's like Sometimes research. 
I'll I'll open a Wikipedia page and then I'll click on one of the little blue links and I'll click <gasps> into a different Wikipedia page. <laughs> oh my! Okay. I thought you were gonna say a different website. No. <laughs> no. 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 <laughs> Why would I do? It's all right there on the same website. Why multiple sources? My ass. Come on. <laughs> my ass. My ass. Um. So I guess all this to say that Macy's not on our spectral plane today because she got all toasted up, both toasted. with the sun and with the liquor. Yeah. Um, the you, can have, you can say that we take our podcast recording pretty seriously you oh, know it's yeah. like a job to us and we would never go it's to like, a job drunk as, <laughs> it's like as if I worked hard at my job but didn't get paid that would be this podcast <laughs> not yet but maybe uh, oh. one day <laughs> come on guys you know what you know i'm changing my tune sunscreen works sunscreen lobbyists please sponsor us (laughs) i'll flip flop like that for some money i will roll right come on are you gonna introduce this podcast we have probably some new listeners here that are like what's this all about new listeners are not you keep wanting there to be new listeners and you're not gonna make new listeners happen you have to (laughs) manifest it shelby you have to speak it into existence this is we probably had some we probably had some new listeners they were starting on episode three because this is our newest episode they were like let's check these girl girlies out you know and they're listening yeah. and then they just heard you shelby robinson say oh, you think we have new listeners they and they clicked right off <laughs> they were like shelby doesn't believe bitches. in me yeah i don't believe in her wow they went and listened to like cereal or something like that you know if everybody in the world stops thinking about me at once i disappear (laughs) (laughs) if people don't believe in me i'll i'll leave if 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 no one (laughs) believes if no one listens to a shelby in a forest does she (laughs) exist the answer is no and that's the way she likes it no stop interacting with me (laughs) (laughs) she doesn't want it she doesn't want it anyway i'm sorry um we're called kill the video star that's macy music bullying me into saying this i'm shelby robinson and this is a podcast where we true where we all collectively watch a music video and then you guys listen to us talk about it not Mm -hmm. in great depth but with a lot of passion you know personality is what i personality we we like to discuss things in a quirky way because we don't like to do research yeah Yeah. in a like lunchroom cafeteria in high school type of (gasps) yeah conversation manner that's That's kind of the vibe i'm going for you know less clicky oh yeah yeah, like everybody can sit with us as long as you want to talk about music videos. Less clicky in a way that we end up being really clicky. Like we end up being <laughs> like, actually, you didn't like that music video we liked? You can't. You can go. Out. You can go sit over there, you know, <laughs> with the 
with the uh, those <laughs> what are you trying to say with those nerds with one of those with the with those pores <laughs> with you can sit with the pores <laughs> or the richy riches yeah they're both they both suck they bo- both of them middle class rules forever <laughs> fuck yeah middle class forever <laughs> ohio <laughs> against the world <laughs> <laughs> I got up at four o'clock this morning and got my ass down to the Nashville airport because I was in Lebanon, Tennessee. And I'm fucking sitting waiting for my flight. And they're like, and this is six in the morning. Like I got through security and we were supposed to be boarding, etc. And they're like, it's gonna be an hour and a half wait, everybody delay. Sorry. The guy at the gate was really nice. I was like, don't worry, buddy. I don't like, I don't want to be at work. Um, This is fine by me. I bought a Stephen King book. I bought Salem's Lot in the uh, airport. Good one. Like, I could sit here all fucking day. I don't give a shit. Um, A little sad because work won't pay me if I'm not there. But in general, it's fine. Give and take, give and take. Give and take. And then we get on the plane and we all sit down and I'm like doing my little beep bop boop thing, whatever. It's a Southwest flight, so it's a free for all for seats. People, there's a bunch of like Nashville chads on this flight. They're uh. like some conference or whatever and they're all wearing polo shirts. And I was like, Meh. I hate them. And so we all sit down. We all clip our seatbelts. One minute later, they're like, hey, everybody, it's going to be another two hours, another two hour delay. And all of those fucking bros around me were so, I, again, I was like, damn, I got a good book. I don't want to be chillin'. a word. We're chilling. Yeah. I was like, this is cool. All of these Nashville bros are like, dude, this fucking sucks. Are you guys going to let us off? We have to go to the bar now. Like, we have to go drink our sorrow. <laughs> at this delay and i was like i am gonna fucking kill all of you it's literally seven in the morning like i was just like guys guys it's gonna be okay yeah learn how to read a book or listen to a podcast for like a fucking hour and you will be fine yeah self-entertain listen like i would I go to a bar at seven in the morning? Yeah. I mean, yes, I would also. Yes. But yeah, I agree. I know that this is a, uh, this is a hot take, but (laughs) I, I love flying. I love being at the airport. Me too. I love, I personally knock on wood, obviously have never had like a bad experience at an airport i've had delays i've had a six-hour layover in shanghai in the middle of the night and i <laughs> still was like it wasn't great but i was like hey it could be worse hey, i'm in an airport i'm chilling i got my book i'm mm-hmm. I'm, I'm literally just vibing and so literally. when i hear every time i'm at the airport literally just trying to chill out because mm-hmm. you know I, I like you I'm like I don't have to listen it could be work or worse I could be at work right now that would be yeah worse. I would rather be on this plane 
I could be in a plane um, crash right now. I'm chill. Yeah, like, <laughs> plane, plane could be falling out of the air instead of sitting on the on the runway right yeah. now. Yeah, that could be worse. That's and worse. so whenever I hear people uh, any sort of complaining about anything going on, I'm just like, how how are you not having the time of your life right now? Like, <laughs> I don't understand it at all. Like. It really grinds my gears when, like, the gate attendant is, like, the loveliest person in the world and all the flight attendants are like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry about this. You know, right when you get back on, we'll get you that orange juice or whatever, like, da-da-da. Like, they're all, like, the nicest people. And yeah. everybody on the plane is, like, just such a dick about it. I'm like, this is not – please stop. Like, you – I don't know. That's, like, being mad because, like, it's too sunny out today. Like, what the what the well, fuck does that do for you? Nothing. Also, it's like not the like flight attendant's fault. It's like no one's fault. Fault. Like, yeah. There's like the rare instances where, yeah, like someone who is in charge, like a, the pilot is like late or yes. a couple months ago, there was like a news story where the pilot was like fucked up and it's like, yeah, I okay, know. That, yeah. Okay. That's I'd be the mad pilot's that. fault. Yeah. I'll get, I would be pissed <laughs> off about that. But like, any other time it's like something is wrong with the plane we cannot be 100% sure that everything would go off without a hitch we yeah. need to make sure and people are just like freaking out and I'm like okay how about this I get off the plane <laughs> you go ahead fly and just see what happens we'll <laughs> just take see what happens case. just take the gamble and then yeah and then when like, the plane's ready for sure ready to go they can come back and pick me up but like yeah, I, I never understand it when people never, get mad at flight attendants because I'm like, they're literally just chill? Yeah. like giving you, I don't know, like a can of Coke. Like that's, they're, they're like, uh, they're just doing their jobs. Job. Like they didn't yeah. make that decision. Like this was because like it was raining in Chicago. And so like O'Hare apparently will like not, doesn't want as many planes to land all at once when it's raining. Because mm -hmm. it is literally harder to see and land, I guess. Yeah. And so they were like, we're just going to push you. But like, everybody can still come in. It's just going to be a little later because we don't want you all to come in, like, right at 730, you know? Yeah. And I was like, totally reasonable here. Like, I'll kick back. I'll give a shit. Whatever. Like, yeah. I don't know. They were all like annoying and then oh my god and then I got to O'Hare and I had to take the little train that goes between terminals to get to the train that would take me downtown and then oh, that always scares me I went I'm to work I'm gonna like get on the wrong thing mm. it was like really that. like it's fucking O'Hare I'm sorry I'm now I'm just going off on a tangent <laughs> the signage in that airport needs to be updated like the signage that says like how to get to the CTA train is mm -hmm. practically indecipherable. Please let me know if you disagree. But I'm like, I, every time I'm in there, I'm like, I know I have to go down an escalator, but which one? <laughs> yeah, I can't like, remember. It's, very it's, been, difficult. it's been a while since I've flown into O'Hare in general, but it's been like even longer since I think only one time I like flew into O'Hare and had to take the like. Tra the train tram situation at the yeah. airport to get to the other terminal like, wherever I need yeah to, yeah um and so I I like I don't remember it being that big of a deal but like who knows well, when you're just like at a different part of the airport than I've ever been at 
getting to that train fine getting to the train to take you into the city very difficult considering that it's like a major you know like I think a lot of people <laughs> leaving O'Hare yeah. do that and it's like impossible to find the CTA whatever it's fine I'm fine with hey. it I'm obviously super over it it could be worse it could be uh it could be worse of the it could be um I think it's JFK um or what's the what's the other airport in New York I was um, literally trying to think of this like two days ago. I was like the one in Queens, Queens Airport. What's, do you not know it either? I can't what's, remember off the top of my head. Uh, that okay, airport? Well, not JFK. That yeah, airport. The other there's one. no way, there's to no get way there. to get to it. By oh my God. So you can, you can take the subway to, and then like get off early and then walk to find the bus which yeah. then will maybe take you to the airport but there's yeah. no straight shot from to the airport from anywhere airport. yeah from any yeah which from is anywhere so that's not north queens and i fucking tried to do that last time mm-hmm. that i flew out of there and i got on the train and I got to the bus stop and I almost gave up on the bus like six times because they just wouldn't come and then eventually I got on the bus that my GPS claimed would take me to the airport, but that bus simply stopped in the middle of North Queens and was like, everybody off. And I was like, (laughs) (laughs) it should not be that hard to get from like one of the busiest train stations in the U.S. to one of the busiest airports in the U.S. Yeah. there, There should be at least one track that is like, we go to JFK. Like we just go there. there. You go. Yeah. Done. Yeah, because no doubt, like a most, I would I would gamble saying most people that are like coming into Grand Central are going to one of the two airports. Yeah, like and that makes a lot of sense. Like a lot of people come into New York from outside it to to fly out. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. I don't know, man. I'm just saying. Chicago's got it on lock. I simply like once I got to the CTA train today, I was like, I can sit on this and go all the way downtown, and it's a block from my work. It lets me out. I love it. One block I love away. It. I love Chicago. Okay. Chicago really nailed the public transit. I know that it's, it's know. like not not as big as New York, and also not as complicated with half of New York being on an island and all that. But mm-hmm. I'm just saying, Chicago like kind of nailed it. I think it's good. Yeah. yeah. Well, we should probably move on since we are not a public transportation yeah. unless you have. <laughs> Bless you. I'm like, should I cut that down to don't... like a minute or should I just leave I don't want to like, I don't want to be like, you know, we're, we should stop this. If you have something really important to say, I, I want no. you to speak your voice. Um, but I, I like, we were talking, I forgot we were recording. I was like, <laughs> now oh, we're just shit. yelling. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So I'm going first this week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Macy week. Yay! Macy week. Every week is Macy week. That's um, that's so true. So true. Um, So I believe it was last week we mentioned some, we just kind of mentioned like some subgenres in music videos and different types. Cool. uh, Yeah. And one that I believe we mentioned was 
music videos where it's literally just clips from a movie. Yes, um, I think we talked about together. this for like five minutes. But, I love it. Yeah. Um, and so this week I decided to do the music video for Can't Fight the Moonlight by Leanne Rhymes <gasps> from the hit 2001 uh, movie Coyote Ugly. Oh my god yes (laughs) absolutely okay so let's let's go watch this little baby all right (laughs) yay fascinating music video (laughs) (laughs) okay so uh first of all we you watched this movie with me right for the first time yeah okay I think sure I thought so but I was like wait a second was that someone else she not gonna think this is fun whatever although I will say Macy um, has a tendency to talk through movies so if I don't remember the plot of this movie I'm, it's not so true <laughs> it's not yeah that is <laughs> that is a fact um if you watch a movie with me <laughs> there's no paying attention to plot okay it's, <laughs> unless it's... you explicitly say Macy we have to be silent yeah, which I'll do it. If you're if you're like, shut up, I'll be like, okay, yeah, like, we're yeah. good. But otherwise, I just assume everyone <laughs> wants my commentary track. So <laughs> that's what I'm doing, obviously. Um, but yeah, so the people listening that have never seen the hit movie from 2001, Coyote Ugly. Um, <laughs> you keep saying this hit. Movie, <laughs> oh. More like cult classic. My, in my for my childhood oh a hit i watched this movie way too young um see i was never allowed to watch this movie and i think it's why i'm a prude today oh man i so i remember i watched this movie for the first time it was the same night i saw the josie and the pussycats movie for the first time (laughs) oh my Um, god what a feminism heavy hitter yeah sort of it was at um my childhood really close friend Marley's birthday party um it was like a slumber party birthday party and it was she um was a year older and all the other girls invited were a year older and so I was the like baby (laughs) not um obviously not like it's only a year difference but I think at the like again way too young when I watched this I would say I was in probably like fifth grade when I okay was at this like I either either I was in fifth grade or they were in fifth grade um Mm -hmm. and that was our double feature for the night and I remember we so it was like like I said slumber party and I remember we did like a dance competition at like two in the morning we stayed up all night (laughs) And we did like a, like, okay, we watched Coyote Ugly. Now we're going to do like a dance competition. And it was all like, wow, <laughs> like inspired by the dancers in Coyote Ugly. And we were like, yes, we're just like those girls. Absolutely. Can I say I had almost the exact same experience wherein I watched a double feature to sleep over and then have a dance competition. But the double feature was Coraline and then a bunch of k-pop music videos <laughs> so it was a different type of dance a little yeah a little different I would say I think that was but, also in fifth grade 
I would I would say still fun and still very formative, very <laughs> yeah. formative experiences that we both had. And I would say that both of those, you know, really explain really why explain we are the way we are. Today. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, but yeah, so for people that have not seen Coyote Ugly, um, it is basically about a uh, classic 2000s movie of a uh, small town girl moves to the big city um and her like world changes kind of you know that's like the basic format but within this um she discovers the bar it's so much more she discovers the bar the coyote ugly um the movie is based on the bar um that was one thing I didn't know like I didn't know which came first so I had to like look that up um and so yeah the movie's based on the original bar that's that was in New York. So fascinating. Like, so, oh my God, I have the backstory the idea of, of the like, original order. Yeah. So this girl, like, is either, like, the worst owner in the world, <laughs> um, because you kind of have to be, they'll only say that because there's, like, I, it said that there's 13 locations in the U.S., as well as, like, several locations around the world, like, in Russia and Germany and stuff. And wow. you kind of have to be like a hard ass a kind of a bitch kind of you know like yeah yeah high capitalist type of person (laughs) in order to have a franchise like that yeah so that's why I kind of I want to say like you know she I don't know but overall her like story that is put at least the legend that's put out she sounds just like me when I say (laughs) like when like I don't I don't necessarily actually want to open a coffee shop one day, but when I have these moments where I'm like, I could have, I could have my own coffee, I could quit being a barista, I could open my own shop, like blah, blah, blah. The reasons are like the same reasons why she did it, where like she started out um, as a bar, like uh, working at this, she was working at this bar where like, um, all these people would show up and they would want these like blended drinks and they wanted all these fancy like mixed cocktails mm. with all, all these different things in them or whatever and on like within the story she says she's like anyone who's ever been a bartender knows that like these are the worst things in the world is when a customer orders something like this and so famously at any of the coyote uglies you cannot like you cannot buy any <laughs> drink like that uh boo, 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 boo. oh also the original owner's this. name is lil lavelle probably should have said Ooh. that earlier lil lavelle if i'm pronouncing that right she sounds like a marvel um, character yeah ab- absolutely she's a superhero <laughs> um and i'm sorry i know i'm giving more information on like the movie i'm gonna talk a little bit about like leanne rhymes but like <laughs> the music video itself is like is basically the, the movie. movie yeah yeah which is great and like we talked about how we both like music videos that do that is it's yeah. just like putting in clips and it's like for this song that was written for the movie and so it's kind of like it makes sense um but it makes more sense when you get the context of like the actual people involved with it and stuff um so hopefully y'all are just watching the music video like we tell you to do because like otherwise this doesn't make any sense yeah sorry uh (laughs) go watch coyote ugly 
come on yeah go watch the whole um, movie and then the music video and then the music video and then listen to this <laughs> um Leanne Rimes was 17 years old when they filmed Coyote Ugly so she was 17 performing that isn't that oh insane oh my god I don't want to she, be rude to Le- Leanne Rimes but she looks like she's 27 like literally she, she I mean she looks great sense. she looks she looks fantastic she looks, fantastic. She looks like but a she doesn't look like a teenager 27 year old yeah yeah she looks like a, a woman not she looks older than I do at this moment yeah, yeah. absolutely <laughs> um she has said in many interviews that um being in Coyote Ugly was her like kind of sexual awakening her first like sexual um I don't want to say like sexual experience because that has like a different connotation but like her first kind of like um walking into her first experience of like showing herself as a woman not just like this younger artist because I so I only know Leanne Rhymes from like this era ish um, a little bit later, a little bit earlier, but she um, apparently has been fi- like a well. She started singing when she was like twelve was, or something. Yeah, yeah um, thirteen. She's been famous since she was thirteen, and so like that kind of makes more sense then when you hear her say like, "Oh, being you know, my sexual awakening was when yeah. I was seventeen and I was in Coyote Ugly." Like hearing that just like out of context is kind of like oh okay that's a little crazy but then fully realizing that like she's been in the industry since she was 13 and like well known in the industry since she was 13 that kind of makes sense that like this is kind of her like you know like like how every Disney Channel star has a moment where they have to like do something to get away from Disney you know yeah yeah this was like her moment where she was like I am no longer a you know, like a young teen, like teen star. Like yeah. I am going to be writing and singing about my experiences as a woman. Um, wow. But yeah. I mean, Boom. I really liked this music video. I think it's crazy in a number of ways. I liked Still all it. of the footage of the girls dancing on the bar there was so water good. there was flipping bottles every time I see dude like literally one badass woman behind a bar and I'm like I I want to do that so <laughs> I want to be just a total bitch to every yes. customer and look hot as hell and like yes. juggle bottles or whatever and everybody gets a shot of whiskey no matter what you ordered because I don't give a shit you know it that's yeah the yeah I yeah. still remember the first time I walked into Dino's with this dude that I hated and the girl behind the bar, she was like all in black. There was silver chains happening. She had like fully tatted up and he, like the guy I was with like talked over me for a second or something. I think it was like a first date. So I was like, whatever. I'm not yeah. worried about this. And she literally, she was like, shut up let her talk <laughs> and I was like <laughs> <laughs> but like seriously that was the dream I would love to be that yeah. person who's just like why don't you shut the fuck up you idiot 
I'm not fucking talking to you. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I have zero desire to be a bartender. There's so much more that comes with bartending that like I have zero desire to like be a part of. Um, Just like the way that I had like a small stint where I was like training to be a bartender at like a dive bar outside of Nashville where they only served like beer and wine. And so like literally the simplest bartending gig that I could have. And the one night I trained for it, I was like, absolutely not. Like (laughs) the way, the way people treat you like as a whole, obviously, like if you're a good person, you don't do this, but the way people treat bartenders as a whole is like, literally it's like, they're not people, they're just machines. And they're just like screaming, like they will be like a bartender will be helping someone on the other side of the bar. And someone on the other end will be like, uh, you know, like whiskey sour and then put like a five on the table and turn around and start talking to someone. And the bartender has to be like, okay, I'm coming down there now, like ready to go after doing change. And like, you know, most of the time by themselves, I like, uh -uh. I like being a barista where it's just like, you have one line and you have to come order and there's no tabs. (laughs) None of that. I would do... I feel like I would do barista. I would also do like Waffle House waitress um, if it paid better, you know? I would yeah, love to be the that girl so who like that. walks very slowly up to your table and is like, we're out of everything. What can I get? <laughs> oh man. One of my favorite memories, um, probably of my entire life, was when I was working at, um, I don't know. I'm going to say an undisclosed location because <laughs> like I did not enjoy working for this company, but I loved every minute of the people that I worked with. Um, but an undisclosed coffee shop in Nashville. <laughs> and um, I just don't want the owner to come sue me. I don't have money, but he does have money. Um, and he's and he, he has money to buy comments off of Yelp. So he has money to like come after me. Ooh, and um, accusations flying. Sorry. <laughs> um, but there was one day where we were out of coffee beans and we were out of eggs. And so that <laughs> took the two things that this shop was known for, yeah. like off the menu. And so me and all my coworkers would literally, ju- we were sitting on the counters <laughs> behind the bar and like like laying on the ground and people would come in and we would just before they even got to the counter we would be like we're out of coffee we're out of this thing that I can't say because we'll give it away what place it is (laughs) um and you would just see people they would just like turn around and leave and we're like this day rocks like (laughs) I'm serving anyone today get out of here there's so much joy in in turning down people who like it feels like they come in with a lot of privilege I'm gonna yeah I don't know and Uh I'm sure they don't I'm sure that's how I enter coffee shops also where I'm like great coffee I love it here yeah but it's so satisfying to be like sorry bud (laughs) none of that anyway I think we've gotten off on a real tangent oh Um, so true we should shut up the other main part to this music video is the you get to see the entirety of the romance that's in the movie play out yeah. every scene where they are getting to end like in love or flirting or kissing or or breaking up or getting back together you see 
a cut of every scene that they are in together. So I, I will like say, that. I love it for the music video. I love it. We see it. We see everything. Because for the movie, you don't watch the movie for the like side romance plot. No one's watching Coyote Ugly to see who like will will they won't they relationship work out. You watch Coyote Ugly to because see because you're Tyra Banks. <laughs> Nobody's coming because... in here for the straight romance. <laughs> no, okay. You watch Coyote Ugly because you grew up in rural Illinois and we're told that you have to like boys and <laughs> you want to watch Tyra Banks dance in a country <laughs> honky-tonk on uh, the bar while good. everyone around her is flipping bottles and some man walks in in a like suit and tie and says I just want a glass of water and then all the women working at the bar says we don't serve water here and then they dump a pitcher of water on him that I is why you watch it. Coyote Ugly. Yeah. We don't. So, yeah. so if you want the romance, if that's what you're here for, watch the music video. It's Just perfect. watch the music it's, video. It's fine. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> Three minutes. They run through the whole whole ship thing. <laughs> so good. But yeah, everybody goes. That's my music video. I don't. Like, yeah, I don't. Double feature Coyote Ugly and Dukes of Hazard, which is basically the male Coyote Ugly. Go ahead. Bro, there's <laughs> the name of the podcast episode. Coyote uh, Dukes of Hazard is the male yeah, coyote, coyote ugly. ugly. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. Okay, y'all. I guess. Uh, do you have anything else to say, or should we move on? Move on. Move it on. I took over the podcast with me talking about. Not even the music video. I've literally just been just talking the about movie. the movie. This is great. This is, I, because... took I, took, I took it. I was like, I'm going to talk about the movie. I love that this could be a movie podcast if we can find a music video that ties it in. Like, if you want to talk about a movie, just, like, figure it out. <laughs> and can, I did. You can big brain energy this into being a movie podcast. <laughs> and I did that. Um. Okay. It's go time. Um, I'm coming at this from a totally different direction today. Yes. Um, I, so I want to show you, I think, I feel like I made you watch this like a long time ago because when I first saw it, I was like, this is the best music video ever. <laughs> um, it's, so it's Childish Gambino's Sober music video. <laughs> it's not what I would consider to be his best music video which is This Is America This Is America yeah. is one of the best music videos I've ever seen one of the best music videos of all time Yes, um, it's so good and the reason I don't want to talk about it is because I feel like probably anybody who's listening has watched it and talked about it with everybody they've ever met ad nauseum as I have. Sober, I want to talk about because it's the same director whose name I totally forgot. He's a Japanese American <laughs> director. His name is Hiro Murai. M-U-R-A-I. And he did um, a bunch of Childish Gambino music videos. He did Sweatpants and he did 
Telegraph Ave. Sweatpants is the one I think where he's in the diner and it's like there's two mm-hmm. of him and there's a lot of dancing. I like that one a lot. That one's great. Fantastic mm-hmm. song. I was definitely like a 2014 anthem in quotes here. Yeah. Um, and he did Sober and then he did This America basically for Childish Gambino. And I think this is fascinating because Sober is like if you like This is America is amazing but it's like um, maximalist. Sober mm-hmm. is like minimalist. Okay. Yeah. So All right. Please Let's head over run to it. YouTube everybody. I love it. I so I have um I have seen that music video before, but it's been a really long time since mm-hmm. I've watched it. Um and so this might be like a weird uh like connection that I'm making and I don't know if there's like any correlation or anything, but um the whole like whole time basically uh, up until she like leaves at the end it Mm -hmm. reminded me of um the scene in this movie called terrifier where there's like a scene where there's these two girls and they're like sitting in a like diner like a little takeaway restaurant place and then there's the main like evil character Mm -hmm. uh art the clown is his name and he's like sitting over like another booth and he keeps making eye contact with like one of the girls mm. and it's like very sinister yeah. but also he's like being a clown and like trying to like do he's like doing like these like weird facial expressions and weird like mm. mime things to like get like get her attention or like get her to react in some way and whatever and um yeah I don't know the whole music video I don't know if I'm just simply like desensitized like or over like sensitized because I only watch horror movies now. yeah <laughs> the whole music video and like so again I have seen this music video before but it's been such a long time and this is a thing Childish Gambino would do in one of his music videos is have like some crazy ending I can't remember which song it is but uh, there is another music video he has where, like, he ends up being this, like, creature that is being hunted. Um, oh, and so I'll, I'll try to look that up in a second to, like, figure out which music video it is for. Um, but the whole time I'm watching the music video, I was like, oh, my God, is something going to happen? Is he going to, like, like, oh, he's trying to be, like, playful and stuff. And then, like, she clearly is not like does not know him and he's gonna yeah. do something crazy before the end of the music video um I feel like so. it's almost more powerful because he doesn't and it's simply yeah like an experience that probably every woman has had which is like yeah trying to get fucking tacos at 8 p.m and having it just be the creepiest time of your life yeah. And I think that that oh. is like a fascinating thing and also to pair it with a song that is so like like kind of like a fun boppy 
like it's down it's a little bit down but it's like kind of like an anthem like, like you can dance with yeah, it yeah yeah no but for I sure. think it's so um, interesting to like to use this that song in that way oh yeah you know I mean um I I I love it I love I love the whole like narrative of it um and um I'm saying um a lot um I um knowing that it is the same director as doesn't that give it like a completely new tone that also really trips me you can (laughs) come no for sure and you can completely tell like Mm -hmm. again it's been a really long time since I've watched this particular music video so I don't know like what my thoughts were necessarily like the first time I watched it but at least now watching it and knowing that it's like oh yeah obviously this is directed by the same person like yeah and the way um I just like would not have like like this America is so about like the black experience in America and there are all these little clues and hints and Mm -hmm ways that he is moving and like face that he's making and at all of that and I was like to watch this music video through that lens on like how this might be a commentary on like the lived black experience I was like oh my I yeah I didn't see it I was like oh yeah creepy dude uh weird dance he seems like he's on drugs for most of it. Like, that's the plot of this. And then I was like, there actually, it feels like there might be more layers. Hmm. Hmm. All I'm really saying is that I think that this was, maybe if I was not a white woman, I would have seen this music video as more of a commentary, but it, I thought it was a very subtle one that, yeah. Hiro Morai, or possibly a different pronunciation, um, and Childish Gambino are like commenting on, you know, like maybe how Black people are received in these kind of situations. Like, was he really that creepy at the beginning, or was it just the lighting, or was he actually that creepy, and was he just on drugs? Like, I, I think that there's mm-hmm. like a lot of like interesting layers, and I wonder if he made the to be kind of a commentary and then nobody got it so he made this is america which was like fucking in your face like maximalism commentary which i'm mad you know mad respect i love that music video it's excellent like yeah really well done yeah i don't know i um that's definitely like something again like as a white woman i'm obviously have the privilege of not having to think about while like that is that's not the lens that I would yeah, look at yeah, it through. Exactly. Um, you know, I think it is saying something either like either way, like mm-hmm. as a woman yeah. watching it, yeah. like I immediately see that storyline of like, oh, I've been in that situation where like aw man of any type, <laughs> aw man yeah. has, you know, tried to talk to me while I'm on my phone or just like waiting and chilling or like you know if I'm at work by myself Mm -hmm. and I'm like it's slow and I'm on my phone at work and like someone tries to come over and talk to me and like give attention to me 
and I can't do anything about it because I have to like sit there and yeah. like do my job or sit there and wait for food I ordered or mm-hmm. you know stuff like that um or like I'm on a bus or but, like I'm on a train I'm like I yeah. really would still like to get where I'm going I, like, can't yeah. go anywhere <laughs> yeah like I can't get off you know yeah so like it's obviously saying something like in general um I think it's like really interesting to like I would be very interested in seeing just like a man in general watch it because <laughs> I I do, I mean like I do think that like I I absolutely agree like it is saying something from the perspective of a black male and like how they can be perceived like I I don't even know if it is but I wonder I guess I wish that I could no but like I see (laughs) no I see that (laughs) I see that like analysis of it like I see that being a narrative Mm -hmm. in it you know um you know uh so I would be interested in like hearing you know like the vision any other yeah yeah, like, I, I would, I would be very interested in, like, what they were, I mean, I, I mean, Childish Gambino doesn't just, like, do things without thinking about it, you know, like, every exactly. single thing that he does every is frame calculated. of every music video, um, yeah, like, even, even though this is, um, sorry, what's the name of the director again? Hiro Mirai, or that's how I'm choosing to pronounce Hiro, it at this moment. Hiro, Mar- Hiro Mirai. um hero we'll say hero Hero. um even though like he he's the director he directed it like there's no way that childish Gambino wasn't like this is what I'm saying like this is what we're like doing and so I would be very interested in like what that conversation looked like um especially in the context of, so this is like the thing that I love about music videos in general, which I know we've talked about before, where like there's the song and the song has a meaning, but the music video can give a completely mm-hmm. different storyline yeah. from what the song is. And this is one of those instances where like you would never imagine a music video like this to be with that song. Like, I don't, I, yeah. I mean, I'm barely an artist so like I couldn't <laughs> tell you what I, what music video I would do for yeah I mean song. I have no idea but I, th- I think but it's this an interesting isn't what I would do I feel like the song almost makes yeah. you empathize more with him because the song yeah. is like about heartbreak and you know using drugs or alcohol as like an escape from that yeah and also other things I'm not saying I know every word of the song but like yeah you know, and then you're like watching this interaction with a guy who's maybe strung out on something. And so it kind of gives this like depth to his character without even like anything yeah. that he did, you know, in the music video happening. Yeah. No, absolutely. Wow. And like now you have this whole other like storyline of, you know, if, if he is the he as in Childish Gambino mm-hmm. in the music video is the main character in the song um then now you have this narrative of this girl who like doesn't know that that is what's going mm-hmm. on in, in his life 
she is just witnessing whatever's happening now yeah at nine at night (laughs) to go this like fast food place and she now has to deal with like whatever he's dealing with you know Mm -hmm. yeah I I think it's really interesting yeah totally it feels like he puts like first his like kind of bad mood and then like his good mood kind of infects her like she's like drawn into it or whatever which I must say Mm -hmm. like I've never been in a situation where somebody has approached me in a restaurant and I've been like you know what I will dance with you no hell yeah (laughs) this is not even once Mm -mm. (laughs) that has not happened to me ever that is true I mean actually no I will say I have so in the music she doesn't get up and dance with him she gets up and her name is called so she has to get up to go get her food and so she is being polite she kind of like given a little like shimmy like hey ha ha Mm -hmm. goes and gets her food and leaves I have done that okay I would say once a week in my life (laughs) I've done that that's fair where it's kind of I give a little like ha ha yeah you know yeah one of those one of those deflection I'm playing However, along yeah like huh, oh yeah you're so funny huh, yeah this is fun huh. and then I move and then on you you leave know? the vicinity as quickly as possible <laughs> yes yeah and I do kind of wonder like if any of her reaction towards the end was like supposed to be like in his head you know because like I don't know where he got that bird and egg with the I'm so high written on the thing, which was fucking funny. I love that when he when she like unfurls and it just says I'm so yeah. high. But like So that's why like And then I'm I like, was, oh it's surreal. I don't know. That's one of the so okay, so surrealism and okay, two things. <laughs> so that and like just like the his movements and the gags that he's doing are the reasons I was think I thought of Terrifier because oh. I was like he's this like sad clown like he's trying to do these like gags and stuff but like it's clearly not like what she wants yeah. it's not like he, she's not asking to like be a part of this or anything but then with the, like the surrealism aspect of it um another thing that it immediately reminded me of was I'm thinking of ending things and mm. I think I have my like I my years are all mixed up right now because of COVID years and whatever um yeah but this definitely yeah it came out like what like I think it came out five to seven years before I'm thinking of anything oh yeah yeah um definitely yeah no definitely like before the movie but I I mean, the creator of I'm Thinking of Any Things did have movies out mm-hmm. already. Yeah. Um, well, I think that... And so... Like... Yeah, I don't know. I like that surrealism in I'm Thinking of Ending Things, but also I feel like surrealism is just, like, a big thing in, like african-american writing as well like all of tony morrison's books are super like did any of that happen Mm -hmm. or like did some of it happen but the main character's not remembering it right or like you know like 
there's like a yeah. lot of that so I wonder if that also you know I don't know I'm just making random connections especially when he like he's on the table and he like flips over and for like half a second he's doing a dance move that he can't do and he's being held up by strings that they definitely edited out for like literally half a second he's doing something or he's just a really good dancer Shelby. he can't know <laughs> People can do that. I don't, think, I don't know if he can do that. I think that you can. I don't know if he can do that. I think you can very People slightly can see the the strings that are holding his belt loops up. You can see a little okay. like movement in his pants. I believe you. Movement in his pants. I believe you. Um, I'm not. <laughs> but I think that is such like an interesting. I'm. You know what? I'm gonna watch that dance move again. Oh, let's <laughs> gonna see do it let's see this that's two this. minutes 45 in case you want to rewatch it like this is so surreal and he's high as fuck you can you can see the strings on his shirt you can definitely okay i'm watching it right now sorry <laughs> okay you know what i mean yeah i guess you can't see like but it kind of adds to like it... the like it's almost like there's something like hovering over his shirt yes yeah but it's so good like it doesn't look like strings but it looks like something is yeah well I feel like yeah I, I only think it looks like edited out strings you know what I mean like it looks like somebody went and threw and erased them um or something or something but I just think I don't know I love that like tiny little like surrealist twist that you only see for like a minute but then the whole rest of everything is like tainted because you're like wait if that didn't happen then did any of this happen I don't know I love yeah it, what I'm saying. <laughs> that's true no I love it like um oh sorry I just going, I just going. feel like also there's just like so few parts this music video it's like one set two actors basically and like that's it and he is and we've already discussed how he's like the the commentary on like gender the commentary on race the commentary on classism probably the commentary on surrealism I'm just like two actors and one set fucking done wow done <laughs> perfect perfect uh, the perfect no. music video it's the perfect music video no, I, I completely agree. I think it's fascinating. Um, not to like go off and talk about anything different. Go ahead. But I did, I did find the music video I brought up earlier that was like Childish Gambino music video where he like. Oh, really? It's like not. Yeah, it's uh, Telegraph Avenue, the Oakland oh. quote unquote. Also done by um, Hiro Marai. I think yes I well I, I I think I have not looked I that could be wrong I will look um but it <laughs> yes like, it was <laughs> it was okay because it it also looks exactly it has the same same vibe um yeah like, but if you like if you liked this music video you should watch that one because that one also is very that's that music video is why which I've seen more often than sober and that is why when I was watching this one I was like oh wait does he like is he, is he gonna like kill her at the end is he gonna like yeah is he gonna like murder everyone in here and then like eat her like he could do anything he could do anything you know like it, there is there's there is kind of this like 
underlying like sinister energy mm-hmm, mm-hmm. going on yeah. uh whether intended or not i don't know i think i think probably there, intended. at least for me um at least for me as a woman watching it <laughs> there's like it's a little sinister, bit of that yeah and um but i think part of that is that i i see that music video and i'm like okay i know childish gambino was willing to just like show anything in his music video which even even in the um this is america music video which is fantastic and this is not a i like it like i love every bit of it um but in that one he like shows someone getting shot in the head yeah like and then he fucking guns he machine guns down a church choir in the middle of it and you're like yeah 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 (laughs) what um and so we know that he is willing to like do anything kind of shocking in any of his music videos which is again good and I applaud him for it I don't want it to sound like that's a jab because it's not I think it's great um but so that's why like in going into this music video I was like oh my god is he gonna kill her oh my (laughs) god I think that it's interesting because sometimes it's shock for shock value and sometimes it's shock for like a a learning lesson shock value you know what I mean where it's yeah oh god you know like this is really happening to people or whatever but sometimes it really yeah. is just like horror movie shock i don't know he can do he could play a slice of he can do whatever he it. wants <laughs> I don't give a fuck. he can do whatever he wants i don't give a shit um he's like i'll let him do whatever <laughs> he's one of those people that makes me really excited about current music videos although i don't think he's put one out in a while but like should he yeah, want to so. press the gas pedal i'll watch him you know like i'll watch whatever music video he puts out. yeah i agree um i agree good music videos are coming out all the time folks coming out all the time uh, like this week <laughs> with the 1975's happiness video <laughs> Why, well, yes, Shelby, that's exactly what I'm talking about. That's right. Music video news is now at the end of the podcast because we forgot to do it earlier. <laughs> that music video is incredible. I love that. It's so good. Everyone go watch the music video. It's very fun. The song rules in general. So if you want a reason to listen to the song for the first time, you might as well watch the music yeah. video for it. I've listened to the song like probably 15 to 20 times since it came out. It's simply good it's just good i love it i definitely haven't i haven't listened enough i really have just been like too much like i'm gonna overplay it for myself by the time the album comes out so i need to put the brakes on take a chill take a chill chill pill um everybody go watch that one i want to say something else some other music video news happened but um i didn't write it down so sorry everybody i can't remember um yeah i think that pretty much wraps up our uh, incredibly successful podcast please tell everybody you know to listen to it because oh yeah we need some more new friends and faces or voices or text messages so true <laughs> um or i promise next week i will be more lively i'm <laughs> well me too yeah macy's burnt and i'm basically stoned from how long i've been awake so Maybe this was I'm low toasty. energy, but maybe it was just the serious episode we all needed. Who knows? I 
listen, I was low energy and then I took all the energy that was left in me to scream about Coyote Ugly. <laughs> not even, not even the music video. I didn't even talk about the music video. I was just like the movie. And then I let it all, I put it all out on the dance floor. Wow. And then we had to slow it down a little bit yeah. for years. And I apologize for that. But no, it's good. You know, it became, it was a learning, listening, extravaganza. Learning. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, <laughs> thanks everybody for listening. We love you a lot. I am at Nevermind Shelby on approximately two different social media platforms. Instagram. And you have to guess which ones they are. <laughs> I bet you can figure it out real easy. Um, and you are? And I am at Eerie Music, E-E-R-I-E-M-U-S-I-C-K on all social media platforms, except for Letterboxd. Can't get that changed. Hmm. You'll just have to figure that out. <laughs> um, <laughs> we don't have anything to sell you this week, to my knowledge. Um, no. other than our Venmos for beers at Riot Fest. Okay, bye y'all. We love you. Bye. Bye. bye.